0: Hi, this is the This Lantern Podcast. I'm Walter. I'm your host. I'm going to be talking today about Alien, Aliens, The Tomorrow War, and Gemini, which is a book. So, first of all, I'm self-isolating, so I've been self-isolating. I'm recording this episode on Wednesday. I've been self-isolating from Friday... And, yeah, so on Friday night I stayed, I watched Alien with my mum, and on Saturday night I watched Aliens also with my mum, because my dad and my brother went away for, um, to see grandparents. So, because I got, uh, somebody in my school got a positive case, and I was in contact with them, so I have to self-isolate, basically. Yeah, it was... And I had to leave during my English lesson and we were watching a film and everything and I often enjoy my English lessons. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so, Alien and Aliens. Out of the two... So, they're about... Uh, Ellen Ripley, who is part of a team who are on the starship The Nostromo when... Uh, They receive a call from a distant planet that sounds like a call for help. So they go out and check it out. And then this person latches itself onto, I think it's called Kurt, Kurt's face. And they bring it onto the ship. Yeah. Probably most of you who are listening to this have heard of Alien... Uh, and all the face huggers and gut busters and whatever. Um, I, to be honest, I enjoyed the second one more. The first one, my problem with the first one was the score didn't fit. It was like a score to an Alfred Hitchcock film or a film even earlier to that. It was incredibly classical, and it didn't fit at all. Um, the atmosphere was very good. And Ridley Scott's great with his atmosphere, like in Blade Runner. I've talked about Blade Runner on end. I talked about it a lot with Seth in episode 24, I think, where we also talked about x Machina. So go check that out. x is great. Blade Runner is great. Check them both out. Blade Runner, well, yeah. Blade Runner's not on Netflix. It's not on Amazon Prime. You have to buy it to watch it, which is slightly unfortunate. Blade Runner 2049 is on Prime, so watch that, but obviously watch Blade Runner first. Anyway, I really... I I enjoyed Alien. It didn't scare me. Some of it jolted me, and I felt a bit tense at times. It wasn't really a horror film. Um, Some of the more modern horror films that I've watched lately, like A Quiet Place... And The Invisible Man have had a better reaction from me, definitely. So I watched A Quiet Place with my friend and he got... Yeah, we'll call him Hamish. So Hamish got quite scared whenever I said, oh, no, not this bit or something along those lines. Which was quite funny. But A Quiet Place wasn't actually that scary, but it was certainly scarier than Alien. Anyway, it's... I how it looks and the acting in it is still fine. It's it's not very dated at all. It's... It's definitely... It's definitely worth. It's not dated at all. All the sets, they might even look better than some of the spaceships. Like, the, the design of the alien ship in Aliens that they discover on this distant planet... There is really organic and it works really well and I'm probably going to talk about it, it It just looks more like it's actually part of the aliens whereas it's not something just completely different that looks like they've just hijacked it or something so yeah I, I enjoyed Aliens more definitely Aliens had a better score the tension was better in Aliens and i think the performances are definitely better in alien but the score just brings you away from all of it if it had a very similar score to aliens it would have been a better film definitely aliens also it's very it's far far it's a lot faster paced than the first one and i don't mind that i think if it if it just skips around a lot and I actually and I'm just standing there like, what what happened? And I'm trying to catch up, that's when it's way too fast paced. I think I found that with Tenet. I was I was discussing with my mum the other day about Tenet and how she really enjoyed it. And at the time I really enjoyed it, but I've revised my opinion on it. And I just think My opinion on Tenet is that Christopher Nolan's got arrogant and he wants to create something that deliberately confuses people so they feel that he's cleverer than them or something. I don't know. I can't see into his mind, but it felt a lot like that to me. He's probably not like that in person. But it just felt like the sort of film... It felt like it was meant to be in the same vein as Inception, but it wasn't. Inception, the whole timey-wimey stuff and the sci-fi concept of that actually works really well with the story. Same with Memento, the whole sci-fi concept of that works really well with the story. Same with The Prestige, the whole the whole skipping around in time concept of that really works, because that manipulates what you think of different characters, so you're always, there's always an element of tension in that, anyway, so Alien and Aliens, I preferred Aliens, it's faster paced than the first one, I think they could definitely have slowed it down a bit, but I I still really enjoyed it, and it kind of chilled me chill chilled me and my mum a bit more than the first one they're not really very like my mum and i we had this conversation about them being 18s and they're not really that bloody i think i think it's because there's some elements of kind yeah i don't want to spoil it but yeah there's some elements of decapitation in it that could be seen as making it an 18 but i don't think they are because the thing being decapitated is not human but neither are they alien anyway so that's alien and aliens although on aliens i think the score was definitely the score in aliens was definitely it was better in better play in in certain places But where the soldiers got involved, there was a lot of kind of drumming that didn't work very well with me. And that felt a bit cliched, really. But anyway, apart from that, I kind of liked it. The soul performances at the centre of Aliens were good, but the surrounding performances were not so good. Like, Aliens definitely made me laugh a lot more than Alien, but... Yeah. Also, I was going to talk about the original Woman in Black as this because this was what we were watching in my English class when I left. What struck me was that it's, it's got a much better tone than the 2013, I think, Woman in Black, because the 2013 Woman in Black is very dreary and slow. And I think you really need to contrast horror with something else, with happiness and having a laugh and something like that and that's what the the 2013 version did not do whereas this, the 1989 version, the original one does do because it's yeah i found the 2013 one just a bit depressing and it took me away from it whereas if you have people laughing in offices about the latest charlie chaplin film it feels far more it feels far more interesting and you kind of just you have that feeling where i've had it before where i'm meant to be doing schoolwork, and instead i've just been having a joke with my friends about something that we did on the weekend or whatever so it definitely it definitely works well in that and as far as we got it the tension also works a lot better because you have the contrast between the happiness and the horror which is nice i guess and yeah i i i enjoyed the first 45 minutes of the woman in black that i watched hopefully i'll get to finish it sometime uh i think my friend might have access to a copy of it so maybe he can send me that but anyway um it was an access to a copy that the school gave him and because we're both in the same school then we're allowed to share stuff like that but anyway so what else was i going to talk about alien aliens the tomorrow war yes so the tomorrow war is this kind of timey-wimey sci-fi film alien invasion film that stars chris pratt as somebody can't remember his name i i actually enjoyed this so i was going to watch logan but my dad said that i had to watch a classical film because i'm not 15 so my dad thinks that to watch a 15 i have to watch a classical film first basically and I've had a not, a not so great experience with all the classical films like Vertigo I definitely didn't like and I actually saw a teaser for a Vertigo uh, game that actually looked quite good, it looked nothing like the film which is nice it looked nothing like the kind of yeah, the film felt incredibly wrong for me And I just... I don't want to watch it again. But anyway... uh, I... I... I enjoyed The Tomorrow War, actually. It's... it's an action film, but it's... Action heroes aren't incredibly wooden, like Captain America. Instead, they're funny, and they actually have a heart and emotions. And there are some scenes where you actually feel like you're almost helpless in your emotions where you just feel like this person really needs help but they they don't want help from anybody it's it's really good i really enjoyed it it's not really good okay it's not really good so alien and aliens i would give those both four stars the woman in black i would also give four stars but i haven't seen the rest of that so i don't know um the tomorrow war i would give it i don't know maybe a four stars actually a low four stars but a four stars nonetheless i found yeah it worked for me um the aliens aren't scary and they don't actually bleed acid which actually is really interesting in it leads to some interesting sequences in alien and aliens um but yeah I, I I enjoyed the tomorrow war and it was funny, and some of the characters were definitely funny and Chris Pratt had a big old heart and I liked that. Anyway, uh, what else was I gonna talk about? Gemina? Uh, so Gemina is the follow-up to illuminae which is a book that is made up of a compilation of files um surrounding an event after so there's this mining operation on this distant planet and people are living there it's a, it's an illegal mining operation um and they get found out by this special industry and the industry basically tries to kill them all so but they survive and Uh, And so it's a story of the... It's basically a compilation of files that track the events after that Illuminae is. And then Gemina is a compilation of files that track the events after Illuminae, basically. So Illuminae kind of ends up... I can't say where it ends up. It ends yeah I can't say where it ends up so Gemina is about two people living it's it's in this sci-fi world where there are multiple different planets that people travel to and there are spaceships and whatever but it's a compilation of files made up of security transcriptions of security footage transcriptions of people's audio conversations uh people's messages between each other they use this thing called whisper net, um where there's a special implant in your tooth that you use to almost quieter than whisper things to each other that show up as messages and text on other people in other people's eyes which is yeah it's it's very good i'm really enjoying it uh it's about these two people who live on this jump gate so a jump gate is uh a station that is built around a wormhole that helps spaceships travel from different places in the universe Um, But they call it The Verse, which is a bit weird. But anyway, I I really enjoyed it. And everybody calls each other chum and whatever. I'm really enjoying this. I would give it five stars. They're both five star books. They work really well. Uh, They're just incredible. The tension in them is is incredible. I would rate them higher than The Martian and Artemis, definitely. I think they're incredible they're just incredible books like they're far better than some of the other sci-fi novels I've kind of teen sci-fi novels I've read this year so I read uh, by Paolini To Sleep in a Sea of Stars I also read, read a sci-fi novel by Mallory Blackman that was about two uh, about one person and who's living also in an illegal kind of community on this planet and they get killed, they basically get, uh, and aliens try to kill them, and so they escape on this ship, and this person uh, falls in love with this other other person, Uh, Mallory Blackman novels, my problem with them is everybody just falls in love with each other, and they get massively sidetracked because of that, with all the sex and whatever, I don't, I don't, yeah, it doesn't work for me. It's like sure we get it, but she does it in a lot of her novels. Knots uh, and crosses—it's in that one. It's probably in a lot of her other novels. It's in this sci-fi novel. Can't remember what it was called. But anyway, it it didn't feel very good to me. I'm yeah, like knots and crosses. It it's got a great concept, but it doesn't work. Because it doesn't focus on the racism. It focuses on the two characters at the heart of it. Which... Which, okay, it focuses on the relationship between the two characters at the heart of it. And at some points the racism is barely believable. And it just seems like they're just redoing ideas and cliché. And racism clichés. Sure, they're still tackling racism. But there's surely a more interesting way to do it like some things some there are times in it where there are some really interesting parts to it and really quite dark parts to it as well but it just didn't work for me anyway that's basically it for today I've talked about Gemina Alien Aliens uh, and the Tomorrow War and numerous other things um, Gemina I would give 5 stars Oh yeah so I need to explain our ratings So Alien, Aliens 4 stars Tomorrow War is a low 4 stars um, And Gemina is 5 stars Woman in Black is also 4 stars So 5 s- <sighs> 1 star is really bad 2 stars is bad 3 stars is average Not good, not bad four stars is take it easy for a little while which is a reference to an arctic monkey song it basically means good a low four stars is like a good and then like a middle to high four stars which is like alien aliens and the woman in black is like a take it easy for a little while um and then five stars is fucking great because we're nuanced like that It's just me here today, so it's fucking great, because I'm nuanced like that. My podcast is nuanced like that. Anyway, that's pretty much it for today. Uh, Next week, I'm hopefully going to be talking about Logan and a classic film that I watched. Also, this episode is a few days late. I couldn't record it on the Sunday. I don't know what happened. I think I was playing games with my my friends and stuff, and, yeah, because my priority in self-isolation is basically talking to people because I'm not getting that connection with people already so I am trying to play a lot of games with my friends um, which is mostly working so my second priority is obviously exercise and spending time outside so I do all my schoolwork when I can in the garden unless it's raining In which case I come inside and I do it there. But if it's not raining. I do it outside. And it was not raining today. It was boiling. But I still did it. And my arms are probably burnt. And my neck is probably burnt. But I don't care. Because I got to spend loads of time outside. Yeah. I. Yeah. Anyway. That's all for today. I'm self-isolating. That's about it. I'm going to watch loads of films. Because I'm self-isolating. And. I might binge a lot of Inside Number 9. That is probably what I'm going to do. So, yeah. I'll be around in your ears sometime. Bye.